Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey guys, welcome to episode 33 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Today I am going to be talking about super powerful phrases that can really shape your identity and your running. So I've always been really interested in motivational quotes. I'm like one of those people that has signs all over the walls with like, you know, inspirational sayings. But I don't think I ever focused as much uh, on the energy behind my words until the last year or so. And so when you think about your thoughts and how they create a feeling inside and that the words spoken or said in your head make you feel a certain way, it's so important to think about what we're thinking, what we're saying to ourselves, and just these simple little tricks we can play on our brain to just flip a switch and, I mean, honestly, like change one day, maybe just change the next hour, maybe change the way that you feel on your run. Uh, and you know, maybe just, uh, get you out for the run or for a walk, uh, on, you know, a day like this. I think it's a tough time of year right now when I'm recording, it's the spring in the Midwest, but it's been remarkably cold and kind of windy and dreary. So I have to rely on this stuff. Like I literally have to write this kind of thing on my wall to keep me going. I mean, I've got the habits I, you know, I run, uh, and, I do my strength training. I've been very diligent about it, but it's not easy. And so I think just uh, five different little ways that I can shift my mindset and hopefully one of these maybe will resonate with you and you'll take it away and uh, and go with it. So the first one is to stop saying I want to and start saying I will. I actually heard a story like late earlier this month uh, and the guy was a coach and, you know, his uh, child kept saying like, I want to, you know, be the main pitcher. I want to, you know, uh, I want to win, you know, every game, like all these little I wants. And I thought when he was describing it, he's like, when we say I want to do something, we're really just kind of throwing it up like a pie in the sky. But when we say I will, like we're committing to it. So if I say like, and I, I am prone to this, I'll be like, I want to do my long run on Saturday morning. No, I'm like, it needs to be shifted. It's going to be that I, I will do my long run on Saturday morning at whatever time it is. And then I'm making a promise to myself and I'm pretty big. Like if I make a promise to myself, uh, I learned this a couple years ago that, you know, the promises to yourself, like if you don't keep them, then y- you like you start just questioning everything. So I, if I make a commitment to myself, it's no different than if I committed to somebody that I was going to meet for a run, like I will do it. So I know it sounds kind of like, uh, uh, a Yoda type thing uh, so with some of these, but it's true. Like, so I just, I ask you like to stop saying I want to do something. Like I want to run a marathon. No, like make it, make it 
a commitment. Like, are you going to or are you not? So if you if you really want to do it, then just say, I will run a marathon in 2022. I mean, that's the way that you need to phrase it. And uh, I really did this with yoga. Like, I think for probably five years, my New Year's resolution was like, I want to do yoga like three times a week. I mean, it was so loosey-goosey and so not ever going to happen uh, that it just kind of makes me laugh. Whereas if I would have said, I will do yoga, you know, two times a week for 30 minutes in 2022, maybe that was, that I probably would have gone ahead and done it. But instead, I was just like, I want to do yoga. And it's just so nonspecific. So just, uh, I like I said, wishy-washy is the best way that I can say it. Okay. The second thing uh, is another one of my favorites that uh, my kids are gymnasts. I think I've mentioned that before. And uh, a lot of the stuff when they, you know, as they learn tricks, it takes forever, especially the higher level you get. Uh, so one of the mental tricks that they learned is instead of saying, I can't do it, I mean, you know, obviously it'd be ideal to take out the word can't, right? But sometimes it's true. Like I can't do something, but you have to add the word yet. Like there's so many things I can't do yet because I just don't know how to do them yet. I haven't done the research. I haven't put in the work. I haven't, you know, I can't run 20 miles yet, but that's because I just haven't built up to it. So I think if you just learn to add the yet to it, instead of, you know, say I'm never going to say can't because it's, it's sometimes it's just inevitable that you can't do something and you have to figure out how to get there. But if you add the word yet, uh, I find it really helpful. So that's the second shift. Okay, the third one is one, especially if you're a mom uh, and like you have to (laughs) drive your kids all over the place. Uh, Sometimes it can get a little monotonous. Uh, So shifting like I have to to I get to. It's probably the strongest mental trick that I know of. And when you start to catch yourself saying I have to get groceries. I have to, you know, have this meeting. I have to call my mom. I have to, you know, run the kids to the dentist. And I, this one, I take a dry erase marker and like I'd write it on your bathroom mirror. That's something that's helped me or even just put it on my cell phone wallpaper. I do that a lot. Uh, not just with this particular saying, but with a lot of different ones. Uh, but I think it totally shifts it because you, you automatically get into this state of gratitude. I mean, it's true. I, I don't like to take, I don't like to go to the dentist, but like, I don't have to go to the dentist. I get to go to the dentist. It's a privilege to get to go to the dentist. It's a privilege to get to go grocery shopping. So when I get myself in that kind of funk where I'm like, I have to do this, I have to do that. I really do force myself to say, I get to, and you know what, there's going to be a time where in, you know, I'm not going to be able to, you know, maybe do the longer runs because my body's not going to be okay with it. You know, there's, there are, there is going to be a time. So as of right now, like I get to, so if you get to run today, like that is a privilege that you got to do, that your body is strong and your body is mighty and that you got to get out that door and that you made time for yourself. You made a commitment to yourself and you got to do it. So, you know, whether it's running or just your mundane, you know, day-to-day activities, maybe it's one of those things that uh, at work, that's a little bit more of a boring project that you don't want to do. If if you flip it to I get to versus I have to, I think you'll see a tremendous benefits. And I, especially regarding working out. I mean, I, uh, 
stretching is a big one for me. Like I'll be like, oh, I have to stretch. You know, I get to stretch. So if I change that, then automatically my brain's kind of like, yep, okay, all right, I'm in it. I have committed to this and I'm going to do the next 10 minutes. And uh, if you haven't heard of the, what is it called? Magic Mobility. That's uh, from Macmillan Running. That's the stretching program that I do. Uh, and it's short and to the point. Uh, and I digress a little bit. But anyway, I get to do that. So as soon as I get done rec- recording, this, I'm going to fit that in. Okay. Uh, the next one, this is number four. Just take out the word try. Like if you say, I'm going to try to make time to do, you know, I'm going to try to make time to run three times this week. You're just basically saying you're probably not going to do it. I mean, if you said, I'm going to try to really start strength training or back to the yoga, like I'm going to try to do yoga next week. Like, you know what, you and I both know you're not going to do it because you already just kind of or just like at the very beginning that want and will like the word try really doesn't have much of a role in the vocabulary. Like it's great to try. It's great to try new things. That's huge. I'm a huge believer in trying new things. Uh, but but when we start things like I'm going to try to finish this project by five you know, what? what is the likelihood that you're going to actually finish that project by five? Because you're essentially telling yourself that it's okay if you didn't. Like, if you really were going to finish it at five, you would just say, I'm going to finish this project by five. Or if you were going to fit in three runs this coming week, you probably aren't going to say, I'm going to try to run at 5 p.m. on Thursday, uh, Saturday, and next Monday. It, you just would say you're going to do it. So that's the one that's definitely like um, Yoda, like it's a Star Wars type thing, but take out the word try and either do or do not. There's just that that's all there is to it. Like just make the commitment uh, to yourself and to your health, like especially regarding working out, like don't try, just do it. Okay. And then the last one is one of my favorites uh, that I actually hadn't heard this quote until this month, but it's remember that someday isn't a day of the week. And I, I will say, I will say, I do believe that there's a time for everything. And in certain parts of our lives or certain, you know, maybe just having a new baby or, uh, you know, when you've got high schoolers and it's just super busy time, you know, that might not be the time to run a marathon. But instead of saying someday I'm going to do it or someday I'm going to get in shape, like you, there's something that you can do. Or you could even say when I'm 50, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Or in five years, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. But if you say someday, like it's probably never going to happen. Because like I said, someday isn't a day of the week. Uh, so you're basically just kind of casting it out there as something that is never going to happen. So anyway, this sums up, again, super powerful little phrases that can really shape your identity. There's energy behind the words that we use. And your thoughts create the feelings and the words that are said in your head make you feel a certain way. So shift them. I'm going to go through them one more time really quickly. Um, The first one was, you know, taking out I want to and really emphasizing I will with your words and your phrases. And that means whether you're saying it out loud or whether you're talking talking to yourself or whether you're writing in your journal, just stop saying I want and start saying I will. 
The second one is just adding that three-letter word yet uh, to I can't do it. So I can't do it yet. And with a big exclamation point. The third one, my favorite, is replace I have to with I get to. The fourth one, take out the word try and either do or do not. And then finally, remember that someday isn't a day of the week. So uh, that's just hopefully some quick little mental shifts. Like if you're having some tough times getting started, maybe you can take one of those and just implement it each day of the week and see how that makes you feel. Uh, I'm going to do one more kind of mental episode um, on how I think atomic habits applies to running. Uh, So I will, you know, do that next. And then I really want to get back to an interview series with runners over the age of 40. It's just been a super hectic time for me uh, in the last couple months starting a new career path. So I appreciate all you listeners, all the people that are supportive of this podcast on the Running Over 40 community. uh, And I just look forward to uh, putting some other interviews out there to inspire you and make a difference and keep us all running uh, longer and uh, healthier. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.